You're listening to SBS News. John Yu enrolled in the University of New South Wales during the pandemic and began his degree online while living in China. Next month, he will begin his final semester before graduating. But the Chinese government has now banned remote learning with overseas institutions, so Mr Yu has to travel to Australia to complete his degree. Luckily, he had already sorted a visa and will be able to arrive in Australia before the semester starts, but he says he is having trouble finding last-minute accommodation. Housing is a little bit stressful. I searched on real estate and the domain at first, but it was difficult to get a house because there was no of because I have no Australian rental records, and I I searched for a long time and still couldn't find a suitable house. And I asked a lot the agent. They also told me that there is no house left. Around 40,000 Chinese students are now scrambling to secure a visa and accommodation before the start of semester one in February. The change in policy is expected to provide a major boost to Australia's economy, as education was one of the country's largest exports pre-pandemic, worth around $40 billion. Chinese students made up about a third of all international students and, according to the Grattan Institute, contributed more more than $11 billion to the economy, including accommodation and other living expenses. Felix Dong is a landlord based in Sydney and says since the announcement, he has had an influx of questions from students in China about renting his room. About 20, 20 30 uh, inquiries to um, to uh, inquiries my listing. Nearly half of them uh, from China and, and the first time to be Australia. So they don't have experience to, uh, and they don't have idea how much the property and how much the, 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 the market will go. The list price is about $300 uh, per week, but the offering like 350 and 400 something um, per week um, to, to just wanna, uh, to wanna book directly with me, even as uh, you accept um, pay the deposit first uh, before they meeting me, um, and some uh, and some student even offer um, uh, they, they they can pay uh, pay more um, before they arrived in Australia. The CEO of the International Education Association of Australia, Phil Honeywood, welcomed China's ban on remote learning but says it will pose some logistical challenges. We were hoping that there would be more of a signposting for a transition period, but now, of course, we have to pivot very rapidly. We anticipate that quite a number of Chinese students will, in fact, defer their studies for this semester and we're likely to see them more prepared to come back effectively in second semester from July this year. But obviously many of them will be scrambling. They've only got a semester to go to complete their three-year degree, uh, two-year master's, and then they'll be keen to try and meet the Chinese government's uh, requirement to get back here as quickly as possible. We would have anticipated this decision from China at some point, but to have to pivot so quickly without them signposting that this was coming uh, has been a bit of a challenge for many of us. 
The decision has sparked some backlash from Chinese students, with some complaining on social media about the lack of warning from the government. Many posted online about their fears of being unable to secure a house and a visa in time for the start of the semester. The sudden ban on online study comes amid a cooling of relations between Beijing and Canberra. Leaders in the education sector say a more stable relationship between the two countries will allow a consistent return of Chinese students to Australia and in turn help the economy slowly return to pre-pandemic levels. Danielle Robertson, SBS News.